Welcome to Get the Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to change your career. Take it away, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is a really interesting topic because a lot of people have spent years building up their career in a certain field and don't like it Mm, pretty much and want to change it happens so often or you have that one passion in life that's always kind of at the back of your head it's like ah you should be doing this you should be doing what you really love or you know when a lot of people go to uni straight from high school and quite often when you're you're trying to make a decision about a career at the age of 18 yeah that's, that's like, going to suit you for the next however many years. Yeah, you it's, don't have any wisdom at that age. Exactly. No. So a lot of people change their careers. It's really common in this day and age. So we mm. thought we'd give some um, five tips on mm-hmm. how to change your career. But they're not just on the application process. They're okay. just overall tips to help right. you. Because finding a new job doesn't just come from the applications. It's, yeah. it's a whole bunch of things that has to come that have to come together. So we thought we'd go through that and just, yeah, offer some tips. All right. So the first tip is to write a functional resume. Yeah. So a functional resume. What is that? Tell me more about that. (laughs) Yep. So, well, a normal resume, as Mm. you know, would be a resume where the bulk of it is made up of your employment history. So you list your jobs in chronological order and the company that you work for and the position that you were in. And then you'd go into detail about what you did on a day-to-day basis in a functional resume, the employment history is very short. So okay. it only lists the, it still lists the dates you were there, your job title and the company that you work for. But rather than going into lots of dot points after that, mm-hmm. it actually just has one line that encompasses everything that you did in that role. Okay. So just a real uh, one Snapshot. line, one sentence yep. to summarize everything that you did in that role under each uh, employment employer that you work for. Okay. So every single employer that you list and the time that they, you were there, it only has one line under that, one or two sentences okay. about what you did in that role, right? So right. it's very brief. Okay. The bulk of a functional resume is made up of the skills section. Right. So okay. most of your resume should consist of all of the skills that you've developed over your career to date. Mm. And why you want to use this when you're changing careers is because you haven't worked in the job before. You yeah. haven't worked in the industry before. Yep. But you still yeah. need to show that you can do the job, right? Transferable skills. So you want to list transferable skills. Mm. Very good. You're listening. <laughs> I like it. So you want to list in the skills section and you need to list... It's it's a good idea to divide them into different subheadings of mm-hmm. skills. So it could be one for communication or one for... It could be anything. Technical experience. Technical. IT related. Stuff. Exactly. Yep. So whatever's relevant to the career you want to go into, yep. that's how you can divide them. And it's a good idea to use tables as well to okay. make them just really neat. So you might list three columns of skills. Anyway, the whole point is that when a person opens up your application, they're drawn to the skills section, not the employment history section. Okay. Okay. So yep. the first thing they look at 
and first impressions are everything, mm -hmm. is your skills. Okay. And you paint a picture that you've got the skills and the, the, yeah, you've got the skills that it takes to do the job that you're applying for. Okay. And that's why you want to use a functional CV rather than a, like a regular CV. Okay. So the second tip we had was consider getting a temporary job. Yes, so you don't want to be forced back into your old job okay. because of a lack of security. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you need time to get into your new field that you've got your eye on, you might have to complete some courses or qualifications. Yeah. You might need time to explore mm -hmm. or network, whatever the case may be. You know, it's a good idea to get a temporary job. Yeah. So your your background is already, or everything that you've worked up, you've worked in until now is unrelated anyway. Okay. So getting a temporary job in something that's really easy and completely different maybe mm -hmm. just to break things up mm -hmm. can really help you to focus on what your actual goal is, which is okay. to get into your new career and dedicate all of your energy into getting into that new career. And it's also good for your mindset as well to kind of, what's that word that we used before? It's a good to... Um, Check out, uh, check out from your old career. Mm, so yeah. it, it can start to feel a little bit stale when yeah. you've decided you want to leave this career behind. Yeah, like it can mentally, be mentally yeah, it can be fresh and ready. It can be really unmotivating. And when you're looking for a job, it's so hard to find a job. Yes. You just want to put yourself into a position where you can be uh, operate at your optimum level. And when you're working yeah. in a field that you want to leave behind forever, that's not putting yourself into a, an optimum yeah, state, that's right? right. Yeah. So you want to get a job that's temporary and something that's easy. So for instance, if you worked, if you're working as a nurse mm. and you don't want to work as a nurse anymore, consider like a pickpacking role. Okay. Just consider going to a warehouse yeah. or retail or something completely different, okay? Yeah. Where you feel you, you'd have a good chance of getting. Mm. It's not something that's as intense. You don't yeah. feel like you have to something that you don't have to think and stress about mm -hmm. so that when you come home, you can yeah. do your applications properly and you can actually get into the field that you want to get into. Okay, well, that's a good uh, strategy to like focus all your mental and physical effort on getting that career that you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the third tip that uh, we have to offer is be willing to start at the bottom. Yeah, so you okay, so your career is going to span pretty much most of your life. Yes. You're going to work for most of your life. So mm -hmm. it's okay to start again. Yeah. Okay. It's okay to start from the bottom because in a couple of years, you'll work your way back up to the position that you were in. And yeah. don't forget that you're older and wiser this mm -hmm. time, right? And so you'll be doing what you love. And you'll be doing what you love. So, so who's to say you can't get to the same level, same salary faster mm -hmm. than you did last time. Okay. Yeah. All the while enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. So it's just a plus plus really when you think about it yes. so when you're applying for roles you just need to get your foot on the door you don't yes. need to transfer to the same level so just yeah. be willing just keep that in mind your career is going to span a long time yeah. no matter what age you are so and now this time around you've already got so many skills that you need for a workplace in any industry yeah. so you will work your way to the same level eventually and it will probably be faster but just be willing to start at the bottom so you yeah. can get your foot in the door yeah that's the aim just to start somewhere mm -hmm. exactly yeah. so the next tip that we have was to figure out your why 
Yeah, so employers are going to ask why you're leaving. And before that happens, you have to have a really honest conversation Mm. with yourself about why you're leaving. So you could be leaving your particular field because you're looking for a position where you have fewer deadlines, Mm -hmm. you have a better work-life balance, you get paid better. And these are all really valid reasons. They're very good reasons to change careers. But these are not good excuses to tell a potential employer because you they might there might be a workplace that you're applying for where it has deadlines yeah. and it has you know most worst most workplaces do have deadlines deadlines yeah, of some or sort or targets of some sort they don't initially pay very well so they yeah. might ha- or in their opinion right yeah. in, in that employer's opinion yes maybe it doesn't compare to what you've come from Mm. but again you're coming just you're coming in as a stranger so this person will make an assessment about you based on whatever you give them okay Mm -hmm. so it's it's okay these are valid reasons Mm -hmm. but they're not reasons to tell to the employer that's right the best thing to do is focus on things like the fact that you want to follow your passion Or the fact that you want to work in a more fulfilling field. Yeah. If it's about helping people, dwell on that. Yeah. People love hearing that. Yeah. Um, but just try and keep it positive. Yes. So whilst they are valid reasons and you have every right to have that opinion, mm-hmm. that's not the time to bring it out. Yeah, and, and that wouldn't even be the primary reason. That wouldn't yeah. be your, the primary why. Yeah. You'd yeah. always want to change your career because this was your passion or mm-hmm. you loved helping people. Or you're interested. Yeah, you're really, really interested, interested in the role yeah. or have always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you've grown up, mm. you've just, like, you've grown. You've yeah. changed. You've transformed in in the way that you think. Yeah. And so you want a job that suits that transformation. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, you have to really think about your why. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something that people have asked me before. And I've given all these uh, flimsy reasons like yeah i want to get paid more or like um you know it's a stable career but those are not why mm-hmm. those are not answers to your why so mm-hmm. think about that and also when you ask these things mm-hmm. when you have those flimsy answers as yeah. you called them yeah. maybe that's a good time for you to think about whether you're going into the right field yeah, as well true. because yeah. you know at the end of the day all these things are nice, but no job's going to be perfect. Yeah. So you really have to like what you're doing because, yeah, you know, like, yeah, the amount of stress. So you could go for a, a, sale, a sales manager role mm-hmm. and be paid so much, bucket loads. Yeah. But, you know, you have to be willing to deal with the stress. Yes. So there's so many things to weigh up and consider. So yeah. it's a good time to have a honest conversation with yourself maybe before you quit your job mm-hmm. and think about really what's the deep deep reason why yeah. i want to leave that's it so the last tip we had was to turn your responsibilities into questions yes so a really good way to uh tailor every application mm-hmm. and understand how to tailor your application is to go through job ads okay and to turn every line in a job ad that you want to apply for into a question. Right. So when they say, uh, let's say they go on a daily basis, you'll be calling 20 customers. Okay. Okay. So you want to turn that into a question. Okay. To, to, as if it's an interview question. Right. Okay. So I would turn that into an interview question by saying, 
do you have experience calling 20 customers or okay. can you manage calling 20 customers okay. or do you think that you'd be good at calling 20 customers okay. and that's how and then you start answering sorry i'm getting ahead of myself no, no. <laughs> then on a separate document once you've turned everything into a question yeah uh start answering everything okay and you'll start coming up with lines that will fit into your resume your cover letter any selection criteria that they come up with any answers to potential interview questions as well yes, yeah, so you're just yeah. constantly addressing everything by turning the responsibilities section into questions okay. and if you don't have experience that's okay just think about something you've done that's similar and try and draw out the skills that they're actually looking for. So when they're saying calling 20 customers per day, mm -hmm. they're looking for communication skills, time management, uh, motivated. Attention to detail. Yep. And being motivated to pick mm. up the phone, yep. interpersonal skills, same, yep. thing, same sort of thing. So have a think about the skills they're actually talking about. And yep. those skills can go into your functional CV. Okay. Well, yeah. that's all we had for this episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, so remember to check us out on getthejobaustralia.com.au. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook as well as LinkedIn. And catch us on YouTube where all the episodes will be. I was going to say that. <laughs> We've got such a long list of platforms. I know. <laughs> I know. And you're missing one. Which, which? I said YouTube. I said, you said Spotify. You're missing one. Which? Such an obvious one. Facebook? Oh, yeah, Facebook, okay. No. Wait, no, so was it Facebook? What was it? I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love doing that. <laughs> get me every time. Anyway. Uh, anyways, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.